This podcast contains explicit language. Hey, it's Mike from 424recording.com, and I just want to say, if you're a fan of the podcast or channel, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash 424recording. Hello, and welcome to 424 Recording, a podcast featuring interviews with musicians, artists, YouTubers, and other creatives about the creative process. We're also talking all things music, especially in the punk, grunge, bedroom, and indie rock genres. Hey, it's Mike from 424 Recording. This week uh, is actually an interview week. My buddy Pat, I stopped by his place, Pat Fitzgerald. He's the proprietor of My Place Pizza, arguably one of the best DIY venues in the Hudson Valley, in my opinion. And, um going through some changes right now but um definitely pat is one of those people that big supporter of the scene and all the things that happen and big supporter of doing things yourself and just an all-around great dude helped me through some really tough times like a few years back and uh i was really happy to have this sit down uh chat with him so without further ado here's my chat with pat fitzgerald like it's you know what it really is Mike, is it's it's how you live your life. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna be, I'm a musician. Well, if you play music every day, you are a musician. If yeah. you continually advance with music, then... That's or, exactly what I've been saying. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, you literally have to do it every day for like 20 years. Yeah. And because, not because you're like, I, I'm going to be famous or I'm doing this. It's because this is what I do. Yeah. This is what I do. Whatever else happens, okay, whatever. Same thing for if you're going to run a restaurant or be a post office dude. Now, of course, there is something about having a job to pay, to pay your bills. But that's why it's so important for the younger people to know when they don't have any bills. That's when the time is to really be like, this is what I do, and yeah, I earn money doing this or that, or I have to work this job once in a while. But it's not, I work this job so I can make all this money so I can buy some stuff. Yeah, that's exactly what I try to get across to people too. Yeah. Because I feel like the, the trap is that you, you make a lot of money and then you buy a lot of stuff you don't need. And just from the fact that you have money, you don't know what to do with it sometimes. People don't know what to do with it. Yeah. If they have excess, or even if they, even if they're struggling, they they're still spending money on things that make no sense to spend money on. Right. So I mean, that's what I try to get across to people too. Is like, you gotta have to get to a point with it where you, you realize what you actually need as a person, and not actually what you want and what's excess as well. Yeah. Because you can cut out a lot of bullshit by, uh, you know, <laughs> not having a job that. Not having, not buying a lot of stuff, and, and then not having Absolutely. a job that you need like a shit ton of money for. Absolutely. You know, because it's like it's such a trap. I think people fall. It's into. a huge trap, and it's like it, the whole capitalist consumerist thing has been geared towards. And of course, the the people at the top of that pyramid game are, are incredibly just, wealthy. Just laughing at the of the right. at these fools of like like all these people like us because, at the bottom. Uh, because you know there's something glamorous about that. Where the something about being yourself wholly and truly isn't flashy, glamorous like that. In some cases, it is, but a lot of times it's a it's a simple and a pure thing that is much more sustainable. Yeah. Instead of everybody chasing a fantasy, exactly. this, that, or the other thing. Exactly, and that's and that's like the dream that you're sold. I think in today's world, or at least in the world in general, especially with social media and media in general, like. That's like the idea is like you want to get to that point where you can be that person 
um, at, at the top of the ladder. But I mean, this is something I always say too, like constantly to people, like like if these people, if that was the real solution, if that was the, the best goal in life, those people that had those things would be happy, yeah, well functioning, well adjusted exactly. people. And well, I think nine times out of ten, ninety nine times out of hundred, those people are some of the most fucked up people you'll ever meet, or have just have the same. Even if they were, even if they're not, they have the same issues they had before they had the success, before they achieved the the dream goal, the dream life. It's like Jim Carrey said, I wish everybody could be rich and famous so they could know that yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. the solution. Yeah. Oh, so what do you think the solution is then? I mean, we kind of touched upon like sim- simplify, I think is, I think is that, that's kind of like what we're saying in, in general, I think. Absolutely, like moving forward, like I, I in, in buying this building, I had a diff, completely different mentality of I need to make money, I need to have a job, um, and uh, you know I couldn't get hired, so okay, here's an investment thing, and I thought it was a good investment to make, mm-hmm. and I liked the idea of it, but then after I started especially just making pizza every day for five years. I was like, five, what are you really going to be, what do you really want to be doing? If this is what you really want to be doing, then that's great. You know, you're set. And it doesn't matter if you don't make that much money, which I wasn't. Because, uh, you know, you're doing what you love doing. And I love talking to the people. And I don't mind being a pizza guy. I kind of like it in a way, but the community that you're in is a huge part of that. Yeah. And not to disc Poughkeepsie, but there's a lot of there's a higher percentage of crappiness in Poughkeepsie, and uh, I got better things to do with my life than to be like, this is who I'm going to serve. Yeah. So if I'm not doing it for the money, and I'm not doing it because I like the people who are, I'm, I'm do, doing it for, then it's time to change gears. Oh yeah. So yeah, simplify. I mean, I can't, you asked me before. That's what like it, awareness too, you know, not to cut you off. It's like, you have this awareness that even though this is, there's aspects of this that you enjoy and that you love to do, it's not where you're at want to be at. It's not who you want to be. Yeah. Well, luckily, I'm kind of thick, or maybe not so luckily, I'm kind of thick because it took me five years to kind of determine that. And now we're at six and a half years, and I'm still like, how to how to get out of this thing yeah. or how to... Uh, how to pivot it. How to pivot it, exactly. And, uh, but... You were saying you were asking before. You were like, you know, what do you envision yourself? And, mm-hmm. that, and I was saying, I envision myself having fun with people, playing music, and everybody's having a good time. And I make enough to to continue doing that. Oh, yeah. um, that's really where I see myself. And of course, uh, this this whole project I had envisioned when I started handing it off to somebody else. And that's basically what I'm doing at this point. Um, I, I tried handing it off to some people who worked here, but they didn't have, there's a certain kind of mentality and a certain kind of person, mm-hmm. and other kinds of people who aren't, who don't have that aren't going to be that. No. They can never be that. And so, they don't the want, idea, they don't be that, yeah. yeah, the idea of like an employee-owned cooperative or whatever is great, only if you have the, the right people who have the right mentality. Yeah. And honestly, a lot of people don't have that mentality because they've never like had to take care of themselves fully take care of themselves and then it's beyond taking care of yourself now it's taking care of other people where they're willing to pay you to take care of them 
and and then you also have to take care of the whole business. I mean, it's a full time. It's a job. Well, because I, I, what's interesting about what you just said too about the employee-owned co-op and people not if, they, if they've never really had to fully take care of themselves, I feel like you can only get to a philosophy of wanting to have a, a employee-owned co-op by going through the shit of the machine that's out there and realizing that there's got to be an alternative to it. So if right. you've never had that awareness or if you've never had that like need or desire or to have to support yourself completely, that thought would never cross your mind. Like, oh, this would be really cool to employ a co-op thing. Right. You know, having the, the experience of, of life and, and going out to the world and saying, like, I need to make X dollars in order to, like, be a functioning human being, that's when you start to get these other ideas. Well, what's the alternative to this? Because this fucking sucks. If you never get to that point, you can never be a person that would want to be to the other point. exist in that system. Because I think that's an awesome idea, but... Yeah, well, it's finding the people. And the other thing is, the idea is great, but how great is it if nobody's making any money? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, it's not very great at all. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be some other reason. Maybe you like working with the people, and you're like, whatever, this is awesome. And I, and I thought that, too. I thought putting a community of people who... But the fact of the matter is there's, there's a whole world of options out there. So people might think they want that option or are thinking about or romanticize the option, but once you get in down into the nitty-gritty and you're shoveling the shit and doing whatever else you have to be doing... People don't want to shovel the shit. That's the biggest thing I see with people. Yeah. Myself included for a number of years. I mean, people don't want to do the work. No. That's what it comes down to. I think what, because there's a it's lot great. of other options. That's a great idea until it comes down to, well... You're gonna have to eat shit for five, 10, 20 years in order to make this work. Like exactly right. like you're saying about doing music every day. Exactly. People want to be a musician. People want people to listen to their music. People want to go out and play shows and have people come to them. But nobody wants to, you know, slug it out for five years making a YouTube channel, going on the road, you know, going on all these shows, playing open mics. Like they just want the end result, but not doing any of the, the work. Playing empty rooms. You know. And I'm realizing that that may be the the end goal or that may be the, the complete like what you can do into it you know that could, that could be the, the end goal you know like realizing that well maybe that's maybe well, not the end goal but that's that could be it playing empty shows maybe that's the rest of it you know so there, I think there's an element of not wanting to do the work but wanting everybody wants the end goal I mean I guess that's nothing new that's how people right. have always been and then there's an element of I don't know but if you're doing, that's what it comes back to, like, every day I'm recording a little bit, I put a little bit out on the internet, mm -hmm. I make some more connections with people who love music, whether it's personally in, in a bar or a club, or whether it's uh, some dude who's doing a movie or a video or something like that, they like doing video, they need some music, mm -hmm. and, you know, continuing that and building on those connections... Um, and I'm sure there's a, you know, a better way to do it. And, um, you know, for me, that's not, I don't think, uh, I think there's technology coming through that maybe five or ten years from now will enable us to make music, being content makers, such mm -hmm. as we are, with decent talent. Um, but it's going to take a long time, and there's, there's much more competition now. So before there were gatekeepers who would say, okay, you're in, 
and if they if you're in, then you're in. And now it's everybody's in. Yeah. So now people have to sift through thousands of thousands of acts to get to, to you know a couple acts that they are like, okay, I like this. This is what I'm talking about. Right. And you know, part of that is like getting exposure mm -hmm. by hooking up with a movie or by you know doing a political thing. I mean, honestly, I do want my music to be a lot more. It's going to be a lot more cutting. People, people think rock and roll, you know, think rock and roll in the '60s, or even when Presley did it. You know, he'd shake his hips like humping things, and people were like, "You can't what do that! Hell? You can't do that!" Oh, oh. But at the same time, oh yeah, I love when you do that. Or then when Mick Jagger, when they're talking like slyly, like that that one song. What was it? Um, Louie Louie. They were like banned because they didn't know what they were talking about, you know. Right. Yeah, they couldn't understand lyrics, so they assumed that they were. Well, now the truth is, you know, you need to be really straightforward and truthful. There's still plenty of taboo subjects that we don't talk about. You know, it's there. We know about them, but we don't really talk about them, and we don't own them. Uh, you know, even stuff like uh, the Me Too movement, the whole other side of that, the whole other thing of, you know, the power of a woman. You know, they're saying we want power. It's like, well, a lot of guys pretty much have been telling you for a long time, you have the power, but, <sighs> you know, we have the force, you have the power. But there's plenty of guys doing what the girls want them to do. A lot of our behavior is molded by that. A lot of our behavior is because women can't be true. They can't be true to their, their true lustful side, you know, because it's been dangerous to be that way for many, for many years. I think we might be coming around, but, uh, you know, their sexuality has to be kind of hidden. Mm -hmm. It has to be hidden in today's world. And so that causes all kinds of, um, uh, what's the word, uh, pervertedness pervertedness happens because instead of it being open and honest and you know like a living goddess in the jungle uh, a living love you know it's oh you know I'm I'm sexy but you can't have it and uh, don't you want it and you know there's all this this ego game there's huge ego game around it and so that's going to lead to a lot of perversions and and that you see it, and it, I think all things are becoming much more clear now with the internet and everything. We're really, well, I think that seeing what, a lot more. I think people have a a craving for the truth. You know, I think that's kind of essentially what you're what you're getting to is like there's a like there's like a certain layer of reality that hums along that everybody's like content with saying is is what existence is, and then there's another under layer of the truth and then there's like the internet and there's there's things where it's like i don't know it's very easy because we were talking about we talk about the podcast and the show sometimes like you know it's so easy to game the system now you know you can never really trust and a system so easily gained how can you really trust um anything the system is happening you know like with people who could like buy followers for instance on their instagram we're talking about how there's like these town like towns now in upstate where these people, rich people from New York are coming and they're trying to make it into like a destination Instagram town where people can just go take photos of stuff and you know, essentially these people are colonizing these towns to try and make them into these two-dimensional 
you know, oh, well, now you can visit here and take pictures of this, this all this stuff that's inherently worthless. Yeah. Um, they're not actually It's a picture, anything. so you can be part of the cool crowd but or it, whatever. It, yeah, and to me, it's almost like this, it's almost like, um, like the film industry 2.0, you know, like the film industry, it's, I feel like movies are all about making reality seem better than it actually is. And I feel like that's a lot of Instagram stuff, like that people post, especially in terms of these people making these towns and Instagram towns. It's like, like Hudson, Hudson, New York. I see it all the time. When right. I started following like Hudson Valley, thinking, finding out about what's in, what's in the Hudson Valley, but most of it is really just like what you're saying is uh, photo opportunities for people to be like, oh yeah, I love that. Or I was like, yeah. I'm interested in traveling around in a van. And so I started following some of those on Instagram, right? and I realized it's just people trying to say, look how cool we are. Mm -hmm. Look at my van, I just did this cool thing and that cool. I'm like, I really thought it was a lot cooler when you didn't do much, you used what you had, and you had a good time having fun with what you had, instead of the first thing we did is tore it all out and put in this, this veneer wood and these special kind of counters, and I'm like, all right, well, I mean, if you're building vans, that's cool, but that's not really what I want to be doing, you know? Well, again, So I unfollowed yeah. all of that shit. Yeah. Well, because it's, it's, there's this vapidness to it, you know? There's this two-dimensionality to it where it's like... I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's... Exactly right. A lot of people Picture. that contact me through the channel, a lot of the TAS fan, that's like the crew of people that follow the channel, it's like, they just feel, there's this, that like, I don't know, I don't want to speak for people, but there's there's a lack of truth. There's a lack of like transparency in the world. And I think it's a lot of people, why a lot of people like the stuff I'm doing on the channel, because it's just very, you know, like once the camera turns off, like I'm still the same person, you know, right, it's like this, right. is, this is just stuff I'm interested in talking about, and this is stuff I'm interested in doing. Right. And I just wonder where all that Instagram bullshit, these like rich New York City people who, you know, are just interested in, in photo ops, like, I just wonder where that ends, you know? Are people eventually going to be like, this is complete bullshit? This entire like influencer culture where, you know, you can put something in a nice looking bottle and sell it for a million dollars? Give a name to it. Everything's a name nowadays, have you seen? Like, mm -hmm. with so many beers and so many bands and so many wines and so many weeds, you know. You, you don't know what kind of weed you want to smoke. I mean, some people do, I do. Uh, you know, sativa, that's it. Um, but other people, are, you know, are just like, oh, this is bubblegum kush or something. And you buy it because it's a cool name. Yeah. Or, it's brand you know, new. Nirvana. Nirvana, okay. Uh, I want Nirvana. Yeah. Or what was it, the... Um, yeah, there was another one, uh, Stone, Stone, uh, what was it? Uh, stone Brewery something, you know, Stone Good or something. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, Stone Good, or, you know, like, like the ads for, cars never went that way. A little I feel like this stuff has been co-opted by this, by again, it, it went from you just buying a product because you needed it to... Now your product can tell the world about who you are. 
And now it's, it's just another way to sell you bullshit that you don't need. Because oh, like you're saying. For your ego. Exactly. So, so you can say, yeah, this is who I am. Yeah. You're gonna, right, man. I'm going to get this stone, I'm going to get this stone cold brewer. That's exactly what you just said. Because I'm stone cold or as well, mm -hmm. or whatever the bullshit moniker yeah. is, you know? But it's like, yeah. that's the, that's the trickiest thing now is like, even companies that appear to be forward thinking, appear to be something that you may want to invest in, in terms of like buying their product, is now just there's a veneer of, of bullshit over the top of it yeah and like unless you do your due diligence or, or really see through it like i don't know i mean some stuff yeah great products but but then there's this whole other it's just strange to me it's very strange to me like it's just all comes down to like branding i mean everybody i guess is, has a personal brand you know thinking about like who you are and how you per put yourself out into the world six seven right that's your band that's me yeah it was my persona. Right. Yeah. It's my yeah. stage for first persona. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I do want my stage persona to be a little bit bigger than who I am. Mm -hmm. Because there is a part of that that, you know, if you're if you're saying, hey, look at me, then a part of that is kind of doing the Mick Jagger thing or uh, the Freddie Mercury thing. Or the, the Led Zeppelin thing. Nobody wants to go and say, well, if you're just being a normal dude, why am I going to... Why? Yeah. You know, what's the connection? You could be an incredible songwriter and be like, listen, I'm just a normal dude. Here's my song. And that has its own power as well. You know, you, you let the music speak for you. And that's a... I don't think I have that kind of talent where it's like... I'm such a good songwriter that the song alone is going to carry you to, to be there. I'm, I feel like I need to connect more and have you dance along with it, have you laugh about it with me, or laugh at me a little bit, or, you know, be able to say, wow, you get to be kind of a little bit bigger than life up there on stage. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, you know, I want to be a little bit bigger than life, too, bigger than what I, my... I normally am or what I am doing so there is that balance and of course it, within there you have to be humble because if you start believing yeah I really am bigger than normal like our current president then you're bound to come in for uh, you're bound to come in for a landing sooner or later which I predicted you know two and a half years ago I'm like he will be elected he will be uh, and then he's going to have his fall from grace. It's a 100% chance of happening. Just like with Britney Spears, just like with Elvis Presley, just like with anybody who believes the hype. You know, if you get sucked into your own hype... Uh, you're done. You're done. And, and you can let it go for a while. Kanye is maybe a good example. I don't really know him well enough. But kind of rubs me that way. You know, people who are confidently good in what they do they don't need to to be hyped about it they don't need to be a hype man about it exactly. you know they can be humble about it and it's mm -hmm. still uh it's like it's even more powerful even more powerful to be humble but when you look at a place like poughkeepsie and the people who've learned you know nothing but from what television says you know these people the the the, the people who are like in in the, in the throes of that, under the hypnosis of that, 
you know, they are very attracted to uh, people like Trump mm -hmm. or people like Kanye, and they're like, oh my God, yeah, because part of them wants to be like what he's doing. I want to just say whatever I want and be right and not have any consequences for it. And that the ego part of us says, yeah, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. So I think you can have fun with it, like on stage. Freddie Mercury is a perfect example. I just saw the, the movie recently. Great, right? It was a good movie, and, and the actor who played him does a pretty good job, too. But yeah, I've been Randy, looking at uh, the actual, you know, the actual footage, and, uh, you know, he was just like, I'm just super having fun with this. I can't take it too seriously. I mean, I'm not serious about it. I am serious, but uh, I'm, not, I'm not like, oh, no, this is for real. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking how hilarious, hilarious a way to make fun is I, I love these hardcore bands who are like, get the fuck up here, you know. And then I was like, the next one is going to be, buy some fucking shit now. Ah! Yeah. You know, all right. You know, I can laugh at that, but when you when you're kind of serious, like I'm so fucking even, I'm so fucking angry. You're fucking in America, dude. Take a trip somewhere. Yeah. Take a trip somewhere and see what reality is yeah, for like ninety percent of the population of the planet. You're born in America. You're sitting on a lottery ticket. You're sitting on a lottery ticket, and you're sitting here screaming. You know, and like really, and it, yeah. It's fun to have fun with that. Don't yeah. get me wrong, hardcore people. But <laughs> don't take it too seriously, yeah. is all I'm saying. When, when you start taking it so seriously that you're a 250-pound man wind, windmilling and hitting uh, a woman in the face, which has happened in here, I'm like, who the fuck are you? Your, your yeah. ego's been a little bit blown. When you start saying, I'm going to break walls and I'm going to... I'm gonna punch people. It's like if you want to do Fight Club, yeah, you can do Fight Club. You know, right out there, it's Poughkeepsie. Yeah. We do Fight Club all the time. But if you want to be like, no, here, I'm yeah. gonna be tougher than you. It's like have a little respect for yourself and the people around you. And and so, well, you then, know. actually, I, I wanted to segue into asking you a little bit about because, like, um, you know, your place, my place, pizza, Pat's place, pizza, basically your home. You've, you, it's kind of like a, I think you've described it as like a rock and roll pizza place, essentially. Yeah, like sometimes. Used to, or it used to be more half it's like a It's like a piece of heaven now. Okay. You, know, you don't really know when heaven's going to appear, but people don't realize heaven's actually all around us all the time. Most of the time, this place is empty and cold. Yeah. But, like, if you ask anybody on Thursday, they'd be like, whoa, that place is awesome, it's off yeah. the hook. Well... It's awesome because all those people were here. Exactly. So for like a little bit of time, it the was connection. real. It was real heaven. And then you know, the rest of the time, it's just very quiet. You know. Well, what's what's so? That's, and that, that's what I want to ask you. Then it's like DIY. What what are your feelings about the, this idea of like DIY? Well, I think DIY is basically the only way that anything can be done, and will be happening more and more and more and more and more. You, know, you can't. You're not going to have like a record exact say. Oh, you're you're signed to this. Not going to happen. And if it does happen, you're com you're getting it completely wrong because they're only doing it because they're copying somebody else. But even all that's all fading. So I think DIY is the only way you can do anything. Yeah. Um. You know, take care of yourself. Take care of the people around you. Um, I was talking with. Um, 
some people making a music video in here not long ago. Um, That's cool. And the guy was like, I'm not waiting around for, for somebody to like choose me to write music for movies. I'm, I uh, am working with people who are making movies and saying, hey, let me write some music for this. And it doesn't mean a song necessarily, uh, though it could. You know, it means I'm going to do some spooky sounds or this is what I see here or whatever. And so he's literally, this is what I do. It's like a DIY is, is just do it yourself. Yeah, this is what I do. It's yeah. not it's not like a, a separate thing. It's just like this is what I do. And so the key is to, to live your life. And for me, I've been thinking, okay, X amount of time working per day, X amount of time playing per day, X amount of time performing. And maybe per week makes more sense. But I try to do it in a daily way to have some time or just, just to have that mentality. Like meditation. I meditate every morning recently for the past few months because, nice. uh, and, I've, and I've done it for years before it's, and then kind of took a break. But it's just to, so that it does help me kind of, it's a touchstone for the day. And I can, throughout the day, I can touch back to that. And it's also, I know I do it. You know, it's so easy to say, ah, I don't want to do it today. You know. And once you start doing that, yeah. then it's like, okay, well, when are you going to do it? Once, whenever, you know, once a month, once every three months, it doesn't really work when you do it like that. So part of meditation is, is saying, no, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing it. And even in your mind during meditation, a lot of that time is, you know, letting your, okay, my thoughts, okay, let me get back to the feeling again, the feeling of this body. Yeah, back to the center. That's what I always say. Back to the center. And, uh, and then you can, you, the more you do it, the better you get at it. But it's the same thing as living your life on a weekly basis, you know. What am I performing this week? What am I recording this week? What am I writing this week? When am I playing? When am I leaving time to play? And also, when am I leaving time to work? Um, you know, if, if there's work that has to, that supports all your playing, mm -hmm. and then there's also work that generates money. You know, whether it's making pizza or chopping wood or what have you. Um, I believe that those times really shouldn't be that much. But that because of the excess fatty layers of society by insurance companies, governments, banks, lawyers, have, had a, have a huge fatty layer that they all live on by not really doing any work yeah. because they, they happen to be in control of the things. But believe it or not, with blockchain technology, all that fatty layer is, is, is getting axed. Hmm. It really is. We're really in revolutionary times. And, um, well, yeah, I gotta just, uh, this thing's gonna stop. I just need right. to hit it again. Hit the Hold that thought, yeah. All right, we're good. Automatically stops or whatever. Yeah, thirty minutes. I don't know for some reason shuts up. But yeah. Well, so, I think I think you see that too with technology and like you know these new companies disrupting. That's the big word now. Like, how can we disrupt this industry? How can we do this? How can we yeah. do that? You know, I see that in like real estate, for instance. Why the hell are you paying somebody in the middle 
you know, you're paying them 10%, 5% yeah. of the, the cost of the place just to show you a couple places and yeah. do some paperwork. I understand that the paperwork is it's serious, high-stakes stuff, but yeah. those people, I don't think they're deserving. Of, no. Not, no offense, real estate agents, but no. I, I don't just think actually they're deserving fired of, my real estate agent. Tens I, of thousands I, of dollars per transaction. No, they had, it, they had the place up. I was going to pay him like 17 grand or something if the place sold. And he had a lot of people come through here. But the person, the most, the two or three most serious people I brought through an ad, excuse me, an ad on Craigslist, yeah. uh, you know, uh, or Zillow that or was whatever. Like more fruitful than, than the stuff that yeah. I was doing. And so it's like, well, so all of those DIY. people. Yeah, DIY. <laughs> DIY everything, which is a beautiful thing about technology. It's yeah. really, it's freedom. Well, that's, and that's what I've been trying to uh, impose upon people, not impose upon people, uh, impress upon people um, with, with, because what I've discovered with doing YouTube, it's it's really changed my life. You know, like I, really? I haven't really talk, talk, spoke with you much since I kind of started doing it, but uh, yeah, I really feel like e even if it disappeared tomorrow, my, my life would be is so much uh, more fulfilled, and I feel so much better. Just just for the uh, honestly the the idea you were saying about meditation before the the showing up, you know, the, the discipline and the purpose of that, it's very similar. Even if nobody's watching, even if nobody's listening to the things you're doing along with what you're saying in the beginning. As long as you are showing up every day, whether that's five, 10, 20 years, and if something you want to do, go out there and do it. Yeah. And But that's what it's really taught me is having a due date or having a time where I say, I'm going to put something out every day. Kind of like a blog. It's kind of like a journal or a blog, you know? the You get the best rewards from it when you're consistently doing it, much like meditation. And that's like, I picked up so many skills. I've I've never been this like astute with talking to people, you know, I've always like, I've had a harder time and I've gotten so much better at that. And, and that's what I always try to impress upon people along with what we're saying about DIY is you have the tools today to do it yourself yeah. more than anywhere. We live in such an exciting time. It really you is. have social media. It's unfortunate that social media is being infiltrated by these people we were talking about, these two dimensional. Well, and it's also a challenge to ourselves because it is, you know, easy uh, to just sit there and say, okay, what, who's doing what? Let me look for something interesting on here rather than what am I doing that's interesting? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it's kind of like watching TV for me. I, I got rid of my TV many years ago, but now I do find myself like at the end of the day, I'm just like, let me just go through this. But sometimes it turns into, and you know, I'll sit there for an hour going through and I'm like, well, I could have been, I could have been meditating that whole hour. I could have been writing a song. I could have been doing anything. But instead, I was, and but part of it, the, the the allure is that well, now I'm not connected. I'm not. I don't know when that show is gonna be, um, or well, if you're promoting the, yeah. stuff. You know, now you know I need to be have an internet. I have to have a presence, or otherwise nobody's gonna listen to me just saying my stuff. They have, you know, there has to be some kind of engagement. I want it to all come back down to people and actual places. You know, I think like it this. does. I think it does. But I think like what you were saying about because the one the big thing I realized about the stuff I was doing was that there's not that many people around here. Like I started off with the four track. That's something I brought here and recorded on in the back room and stuff. Yeah, you know, it was those videos. I think I was showing it to you a while back. And yeah, that's something that this started my channel based around. There's not a lot of people that really know what that is or are interested. I can't go to up to random people in the streets of Poughkeepsie, the city of Poughkeepsie, and say, hey, you want to talk about this random old piece of technology? But with the internet, with YouTube, I'm exposed to potentially billions of people. I think Google, YouTube has 2.3 or 3 billion people. Almost wow. half the world's population has some form of communication on there. Wow. 
why would you why limit yourself with the things that you want to do to the this area that you just happen to be in that's true like by by using the internet you can find people that are into the same things you're doing and it's double-edged you know but at the same time I mean, it's, it's double-edged in the sense of, like, also people that want to do nefarious things can find people that also want to do nefarious things. But my, my point is that if there's something that you want to do and there's people that you want to find and connect with, yeah. maybe those people aren't in your immediate area. That's true. And so uh, so there is a usefulness to being connected to everybody, and there is a usefulness and you really to, have to curate rolling what you're, through yeah. and finding that. There it's can just be. Like, there can be. It can the be. The problem is there's, I think that's what I was saying before, I think, Unfortunately, all this technology is infiltrated by people that want to sell bullshit. Oh, yeah. People that want to just clog up their feeds with, how, look how great this pizza I'm eating is, you know? And this is great pizza. But what I'm saying is, like, people that want to just take artsy pictures of bullshit and right. make that their existence yeah. when that's just two-dimensional, two yeah, cardboard. awesome like me. Exactly. And I think that, I think that's, it's unfortunate because I think the technology is amazingly democratic in that anybody can do anything they want on there and find people that are interested in what they're doing but then there's this swath of people that just want to infiltrate the system use it for their own gain make money from it um you know sell people bullshit that's like vapid and, and inherently empty and i don't know so it's like i think more people just speaking the truth and doing the things that they want to do need to start showing up and and spreading their message with the world man i don't know i don't know i'm not really sure no i think so too i think so totally. i guess what i'm trying to say is maybe you know you could start a channel or start you know start a counter i just want to focus on playing music that's really all i want to do um and i have to figure out a way to where it's worth the energy to put in because it is a certain amount of energy it is it is to especially work, yeah. when you want to have a finished product you know, and then you're like, uh, honestly, I've been doing more, a lot more just improvising for many years, but now I'm like really doing some crazy stuff with, um, with uh, continuous loops. And so it's not like a loop and then, uh, but this is a continuous loop. So everything you get play gets mashed into everything else you already have played and then messing with uh, delays and uh, infinite delays and things like this, uh, you can really, it's basically a synthesizer. So I've been synthesizing my own music from infinite looping uh, some guitar stuff. And then when you play with the repeat and the speed of the repeat, then you start getting very psychedelic things. You you hear voices in there. Right. Like I know exactly what you're something. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, whoa, is this... Is when you start great? to layer things and then yes. get lost in it, yeah. And so that's something, you know, that I can do right now. I could do... I am doing... Um, what is it? January 9th, the Experimental Music Night at Quinn's. Nice. On second Wednesday is going to be my debut of the of uh, maybe a forty minute set of that stuff. Oh shit! This Wednesday? Tomorrow? No, Wednesday the 9th of January. Sweet. Yep, second second week, second Wednesday, and um, you know that's something that it doesn't take a lot for me to produce. I kind of enjoy doing it, and so each show is its own thing. Uh, I've, I'm getting pretty good with it. I'd say I have a really great result 
one quarter of the time, okay. it's like, whoa, that was awesome. The rest of the time, it's, okay, that was kind of cool. Yeah. And I think I'm only going to get better. And for it to be 25%, really cool. Um, but every time original, every time different, every time it's whatever it is. And I don't even know what it's going to come out to be. Because when you layer that many layers, you, you can't plan for it to sound a certain way. Yeah. It's going to be its own thing, which is kind of cool in and of itself. Is It's like, I'm doing it, but it's it's really, I have no idea what the creation is. And yet, it, it comes out really cool. And then manipulating that with the echo, um, the infinite echo, and the speed of the, of the uh, delay is really, um, there's something I think true about it. And I think it really talks to a lot of like all the voices on top of voices and all the people doing things that have already been done and adding their little bit and it all just like turning into a miasma of sound and creation. It really does to me feel like creation. You think yeah. of the entire universe expanding of everything happening all the time. That's amazing, you figured out a way to distill it. Yeah, into, into music. Yeah. So I'm like, this is pretty powerful and I haven't, I'm going to start putting voice on top, word on top, voice vocalizations. And I think that will really be the, the knockout for, for the, the thing. Dope. And I plan on doing that on the ninth, even though I haven't practiced it. Uh, I have. Of course I practice it. I've, I've done it for years, but I haven't done What's, it with What time this. is that? I mean, I'll, I'll uh, it's usually mind. like 9, it's like 9 to 11, cool. I think is when it it's is. It's like an experimental open mic, or...? or? Uh, they usually, you have to, uh, it's not, it's kind of like an open mic, but it's not a sign-up. You sign up months ahead of time. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's got, it's, you, it's like an open mic, except you sign up months ahead of time. Cool. So I signed up in like... It's like uh, open, it's an open bill, you can sign up. Pretty much, you yeah, say. Cool. You say. But it's uh, scheduled beforehand. That's cool. I like that. That sounds like a cool system. Yeah. Um, well, you gotta get practicing, man. You only got like a couple of weeks. Uh, I, you know, I practice every day. I'm gonna practice in a little bit. You know, cool. I could, I could do some for your, your show if you want. It's background music. That would be sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you one, one thing, one last thing, because we're, I mean, well, we're going, we're about forty minutes in. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, if you could have a billboard anywhere that's with a message reaching potentially millions or billions of people and you could put anything on it, what would you put on it? Uh, well, that's interesting because I was just talking the other day about they should change the signs on the roads um, from, you know, missing adult or child missing or whatever, pollution day, to stuff like uh, find the flow, you know. Because yeah, it's people, really people are driving and it's like, find the flow. Okay, that's that's a direction. And it not only talks about driving, but it talks about a million other things. Find the flow. It's a, I love One thing I do love about Instagram is the, the surfing stuff. Yeah. I think it really plays for Instagram. I just love watching waves. I love watching water. I love watching you know, human beings interacting with that amount of force. I don't know if you've ever been in the waves, but when waves get bigger than three feet, there's a quite a bit of force in there. And when they get up to 10 or 20 feet, there's a scary amount of force happening with a wave. And you can see it every day in, um, what is it, kook slams, where you see people who haven't been at the beach that much, and you know, here comes a four foot wave and they're like, 
oh, I'm going to just like stand up against this wave. And it's like, you better go under that wave because if you're trying to stand up against that wave, you're about to get, you're about to get slammed by some <laughs> yeah, serious yeah, yeah. force. And so anyway, when the waves get huge, um, I love watching people surf. And I really think that life is, is the exact same thing. And many times it's, you know, it's, it's like a river flowing and you can, within the river that's flowing, you can, you can go this way or that way. You can try to swim back up river if you want. A lot of people are trying to swim up river and it's like, just go with the flow. You go with the flow, you know, the universe is, needs you, wants you to be in an area, wants you to be, you're, you are where you're supposed to be. Make it easier on yourself, make it easier on everybody. And if you're ever caught in a riptide, if you go swimming in the ocean, the answer is not to be like, oh my God, I'm getting swept out to sea, let me swim against it. No, the thing is you go with it and you, or you go a little bit to the side, like judo. It's like somebody's throwing you a punch. You don't sit there and say, okay, I'm gonna take it. No, you're like, okay, here comes the punch. There you go. And then you help the person continue on with their way. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And, and you can do the same thing. So use the force that's swirling around you uh, and, you know, go with the flow. Go with the flow and guide, you know, guide. The, you get to do, say, I want to go like this, like a surfer. Like, okay, here's this massive flow. I'm going to go right like this and use that flow. It's going to push me and I'm going to have a blast. And yeah, it's going to be dangerous and everything, but I'm a human being. I got this. And I think that life is the same way, even everyday interactions, you know, you walk down the street, it's easy to think it doesn't mean anything, but, you know, overheard conversations, you'll hear people say things and you'll remember them again and again, there's a message in there for you, um, you know, pay attention. So that was my chat with Pat. Uh, Good times, man. I hope to uh, chat with you again really soon, my friend. Glad to hear you're doing well and uh, you're, you're pursuing the things that you want to go for. Pat also used to play bass in Be Cool Cowboy. Um, I guess he still technically does because uh, we haven't really played any shows lately, but I always appreciated Pat uh, helping me out with that project as well, and I want to thank you for that, Pat. And uh, yeah, if you want to check Pat out online, you can find his pizzeria, which I believe there's a Facebook group for it. Uh, My Place Pizza in Poughkeepsie, New York. I think there's an open mic every Wednesday. Or maybe it's Thursday. I should have really gotten this straight before I uh, spoke about it. But yeah, so. All right, well, it's one of those days. And uh, that's usually how it goes over there anyway. It's uh, very laid back and, you know, whatever happens, happens. Go with the flow, right? This is Mike from 424recording.com. Thanks for listening. And uh, make sure you do something you want to do today, okay?